People, 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 welcome back to another pre-recorded podcast of the Arsenio Buck Show. Man, oh man, it's Wednesday. Uh, I decided to do this pre-recorded podcast just because it might be a little bit of a weird day in the morning. Uh, In the morning, of course, get up, go to the gym. Of course, I've been talking a lot about routines and habits. And for everyone who has come on this past New Year's, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. It's been going two years strong. And we we are a growing community. So I love it. And be sure to follow me, of course, at the Arsenio Buck Show. Uh, and send your messages and inquiries there. But anyways, getting back to the topic at hand. I've been talking a lot about habits. I've been talking a lot about routines. And today I want to talk about routine power in Darren Hardy's book. He said in a sentence, he said, Some of our best intentions fail because we don't have a system of execution. I will repeat that. Some of our best intentions fail because we do not have a system of execution. See, when it comes down to it, the new attitudes, the new behaviors, everything you've been doing for the last couple of days, couple of days strong, it has to be incorporated into your monthly, weekly, and daily routines to affect any real positive change. A routine is something you do every day without fail, right? You get up, you brush your teeth, you get up, you take a shower, you get up and you get outside and you commute to work. That's all based on autopilot. That's all good. That's all gravy. That's all easy. <sighs> Similar to the discussion we had about habits, you know, in the habit section and whatnot, if you look at anything you do that's successful, you'll see that you'll, you've probably developed a routine for it. These routines ease life's stresses by making our actions automatic and effective, right? So, example, for me, teaching IELTS and TOEIC and these test prep courses that a lot of people have been following me, uh, following me on YouTube for and whatnot. I've been doing this over and over and over, so I have a routine of doing it all. See, the speaking part of it kind of correlates with the, well, obviously, not so much the listening part of it, but the writing part of it. You have to be able to develop your ideas. You have to be able to think deep into topics and give deep responses. Get it? And, you know, in terms of reading and everything, I got a system of how I do it. Why? Because I've been practicing it over and over and over and over. And so now when I have a student, I say, okay, test day. This is where you were. This is where we need to be. Let's do it. You see, the greater the challenge it is, such as what I've had to endure in so many parts of my life, the more rigorous the routines have to be. Have you ever wondered why, you know, military boot camp is so crazy and David Goggins was over there on uh, Tom Billy's Impact Theory talking about, you know what, I've been called the N-word my entire life. I felt like a piece of crap the entire life and I went on to run 100 miles in this amount of time. He was urinating blood and this was happening and this was happening. It was very, very, oh, it was very crazy for the, uh, for the lack of, for, that's to say the very, very, at the very, very bare minimum. But, you know, it's kind of like doing all the little small things like making your bed in the military, shining your shoes, doing this, doing that. Building routines to prep soldiers for combat is the most effective way to basically become more efficient, productive, and have a more reliable performance. See, our days not might, it might, not as, might not be as dangerous, but without the proper routines built into our schedule, the results are going to be unnecessarily hard. Developing a routine of predictable daily disciplines prepares you to be victorious on the battlefield of what we call life. It's kind of like, you know, the high achievers 
that have done so much with their business. And Gary Vee, I love what he does, man. He does he puts all his videos and everything into podcast form and written form, such as what I'm doing right now. Yeah, I'm actually taking to YouTube and I'm making videos on very, very important topics to go along with my podcast, to go along with the writing for my people who want to see it in writing. So as because I got a really, really big base out there uh, who are practically learning English. So I want to do it in writing form, too. See, I do that because I'm a content creator right now. I'm creating a ridiculous amount of content at this given moment. Along with these good habits and everything I've developed and told you about and you know, two days ago, my podcast in terms of how I do my morning routine, my sleeping routine, et cetera, et cetera, it all correlates, guys. The discipline. It's all about the discipline, and that's why that's what has become so powerful in my life because I wake up and I have a routine to do. And remember, I told you about the behaviors and habits, you know, creating effective routines and whatnot. I want to talk about Darren Hardy's routine today. That's what the entire purpose was. So... Book and your days. See, I, I don't even know how to put it, but you know what? I'm just going to talk about his routine. Rise and shine. So basically, his morning routine sets himself up for the entire day, such as what I've been talking about. So, Darren Hardy, his alarm goes off at 5 a.m., okay? Probably sometimes 5.30, okay? He hits the snooze button just in case, you know, if it goes off at 5.30. Now you understand why. But then he knows he has eight minutes. Why eight? He has no idea. Uh, but Steve Jobs basically programmed it. Okay? During those eight minutes, he does three things first. First, thinks of all the things he's grateful for. And you know what? He need, he, you need to know that attuning your mind to abundance means everything in the world. The world looks, acts, and responds to you very differently when you start your day feeling with, you know, a, just an orientation of gratitude. That's why I start my day with basically meditation followed by affirmations, saying it out loud, feeling it on every level of my being. This is what he does too. Second, he does something that might sound a little bit odd, but he sends love to someone. See, a lot of people talk about telepathy and whatnot, but you can send love. See, I send love to some of the greatest people out there. I send love to my uh, my apparent best friend who's now turned arch enemy or whatever whatnot but i still wish her the best she's a nurse she's a wonderful individual and just because you know everything's falling apart i'm not gonna wish her ill will absolutely not i wish her an abundance of success and that's what i send every morning especially my brother my brother hates me my brother hates my black ass but you know what i send him love all the time because i know he needs he needs it and i send every i send a prayer to just about everyone that's what he does too Oh, I love it. He said his number one goal is decide which three things he's going to do on this day or on the day, whatever day he wakes up, Monday, Tuesday, Monday through Sunday, doesn't really matter. What is he going to do that morning that's going to move him closer to reaching a particular goal? For example, at the time of writing, whatever he's doing, his number one goal is to deepen the love and intimacy of his marriage. So each morning he plans three things he can do to make sure his wife feels loved, respected, and beautiful. And so when he gets up, makes a pot of coffee, right? And while it's brewing, he you know does a series of you know stretches for like ten minutes and whatnot that he learned uh, from Doctor Oz. Uh, and after he stretches and pours his cup of coffee, he sits comfortably, comfortably in his leather recliner, set up his iPhone for thirty minutes, and you know what? He reads something positive or instructional. 
when the alarm sounds, he takes his most important project and work on it for an hour. Completely focused, undistracted effort. Then, every morning at 7 a.m., he, he has to call what he calls the calibration appointment. It's kind of like a reoccurring appointment that he sets up in his calendar. So, where he takes 15 minutes to calibrate his day. This is where he brushes over the top three to five year goals and whatnot. His key quarterly objective goals. His top goal for the week, the month. All of that stuff. And then he goes to the MVPs, the most valuable priorities. So, I mean, what are the greatest results for the biggest goals? Remember, I talked to you guys in terms of the Tim Ferriss. Uh, a lot of my Tim Ferriss podcasts that I did in terms of the four-hour work week, a lot of people have been viewing that on SoundCloud. Thank you so much for that. Um, he talks about – Tim Ferriss talks about what's the one thing that he could do that morning that will make everything else easier. Get the mundane task out of the way immediately so you can free up your available attention units. See, this is how you set yourself up. Now, of course, you heard what my I do, okay? And that may not suit you. This may not suit you. But this is how powerful goal setting can become. Because those goals are just going to start coming. It could be anything. It could be a daily goal, weekly goal, monthly goal, quarterly goal, uh, you, you know, a yearly goal, whatever it is. The big goals for over the next three years, five years, ten years, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You can start working on that. See, me, I need to start implementing 15 minutes of writing to my book every day. And by the end of January, I could finish that book. I really can. So that's his morning routine. So going into the sweet dreams in the evening, he likes to cash out something that he's learned, you know, waiting. Uh, it, it could be anything. It could be basically before he goes home, uh, before he cashes out and whatnot, meaning turning on, turn in all of those receipts to credit card slips and cash. Everything had to add up or there was big trouble. See, it's important to cash out your day's performance. Compared to your plan for the day. How did it go? What do you need to carry over to tomorrow's plan? What else needs to be added based on what showed up throughout the day? What's no longer important that and needs to be scratched out? And you know what else he does? He logs into his journal any new ideas. The aha moments. Of course, the Satori moments that I talk about that Michael Bernard Beckwith has talked about. Uh, insights that he picked up throughout the day. This is how he collected this is how he has amounted over 40 journals of incredible ideas, insights, and strategies. And you know what? Finally, before he reads, uh, before he goes to sleep, he reads at least 10 pages of an inspirational book before going to sleep. And he knows that the mind continues to process the last information, like I've told you about in terms of the subconscious, what I'm going to talk about in tomorrow's podcast. So... That's what he does. He likes to focus his mind on something constructive and helpful and making progress with his goals and his ambitions. This is how he does it. And of course, he talks about shaking it up. So, you know, he likes to interrupt his routine sometimes because then, of course, it can become stale after he plateaus. It's kind of like when doing the same workout routine. You don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over and over. Example. Um, I like to talk about what I do at the ultimate place I work out at. It's called The Lab in Bangkok. There's two places. Uh, and I love the place because this past week, because I didn't have any classes in the evening, I've always been doing circuit training, strength, and sometimes hit blast. Now, my body 
probably won't acclimate because those trainers always do something completely different. However, I did want to do Shredded, which is an hour class. I did want to do Tabata. I wanted to do a lot of those different classes. So I did because my body ultimately acclimates to what it's doing. See, that's why I don't go running all the time. Sometimes I go running five miles. Sometimes I go running three miles. Sometimes I do a crazy ass mile to see if I could drop below that six minute barrier. Why? Because I don't, I want to keep my body guessing. That's why when I stand myself up in the mirror every day and I look at myself from head to toe, I look absolutely delicious. (laughs) Why? Because again, I like to keep my body guessing. So, with that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning back in to this podcast. I hope this has helped you guys just a little bit in terms of what you can develop for the morning routines. This is all going to stretch out, and I will be getting into Napoleon Hill's cooperation tomorrow. So, of course, next week, next Tuesday, getting into the rhythm, finding a new groove, Doing a couple other things, registering your rhythm. I'm going to write that all down for you. I might even write a PDF for you guys. So please stay tuned for that. (sighs) And until then, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.